I'm Tracy Rhodes, creator of Traces of Faith. Writing online since 2014, I've been swept up in the glorious and bottomless well of Capital C Church, the body of Christ, those believers who proclaim Jesus as divine king over, well, everything. With this weekly podcast, I want to connect all of us to the greater church. Whether you're a new believer or a seasoned one, Christian curious, or anywhere in between, I'm confident you'll be intrigued by what I've discovered in my spiritual wanderings. Let's talk church. Good morning. I'm recording the podcast outside today, so if you happen to catch in the background chickens clucking or birds tweeting, that's why. Um, I want to reflect a little bit on motherhood and, number one, how that changed me. Um, the, the changes of motherhood are many, many. Um, I actually became a mom at 33 so a little later in life. And, you know, there's a part of me that's like, oh, that means I'll be wiser and like more ready to handle it. Right. Well, in some ways, yes. And in other ways, I was also old and tired earlier than some. Um, so whenever you become a mother, whenever you mother others in whatever form that looks like in your life, it's going to change you. And in particular, I want to look back at the last school year, but I'm going to look at that through a wider lens. So when we had our daughter in 2008, she, um, she was a good baby. I always called her our little cooperator. She loved to ride in the car. Um, I loved a good road trip. And um, so that meshed well. I did not work outside the home at the time. And so we would um, take day trips to, we went to the Tulip Festival in Holland. We went to um, various outdoor malls, to museums, to um, kids, you know, play areas. Uh, Just had a very um, fun toddler experience with her. And she was always very confident. Um, but there was always, there was a cautiousness with that too. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, I would notice, you know, if she was going to a splash pad, yes, she was very interested in playing, but she also, you know, would kind of put her feet in the water first and see, okay, exactly what's going to happen. Like she was thinking, actually, I remember my mom saying a number of times over the years when she would spend time with us that my daughter was a thinker. She said her wheels are just always going. And so we had this confident um, little toddler who became this larger-than-life elementary school student. Her elementary school years were wonderful. Um, lots of friends, lots of big feelings, talking nonstop. Um, everyone that met her just knew, yep, that girl is definitely in, in control has a hold, you know, a tight hold on life. I used to joke sometimes that she could get her own apartment um, because she just didn't need me. She wasn't a clingy um, little girl, none of those things. Um, 
And then middle school hit, and she was very excited to start middle school. And sixth grade for her was 2019-2020. And so spring of 2020 is when the pandemic got um, larger, and they pulled the students from school um, to do virtual school there at the end of the year. And that, in a way, in a lot of ways, that was a blessing for our family, um, for her, because sixth grade had just been hard. Um, a lot of friendship shifts. Um, I feel like there was just a lot of things that happened in life that she wasn't prepared for, that she didn't see coming. And then you put a pandemic on top of that. Seventh grade um, was done virtually and hybrid for schooling. And again, a lot of blessing in that. She's a good student. And so the virtual part never really um, caused any kind of hiccup academically for her. She became a huge, avid reader whenever the pandemic was going on, which I was thankful for because I'm a big reader and always wanted that for her. It's just such a good form of entertainment, a good form of learning, um, critical thinking, skill development, all of those things. So I was excited and she was reading the classics, like books I've never even read. Well, as we began to evaluate her emotional and mental health um, alongside this um, brain development and academic piece of things, I realized that sometimes reading and spending a lot of time in your bedroom is a way to avoid what might be uncomfortable or difficult or unpleasant in some ways, what, what we don't want to navigate, right? And again, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Every social media post, every news article, every shoot time you turn on the radio, we would hear, you know, these big scary things. I can imagine scary for a middle schooler, um, vaccine or no vaccine, uh, hospitalized or not hospitalized, um, how bad does the, va- the um, virus get before you're supposed to contact your doctor. My husband ended up going in um, for some treatment the first time that he, you know, got COVID. All of this unknown, all of this fighting was a lot for all of us. Um, our students uh, at many, many ages were impacted, but that sweet little seventh grader that we had that is my responsibility, that's my family, um, and the the changes that middle school is already doing in her, and then to see that accentuated even more because of our um, global political and health environment um, brought us to eighth grade, and eighth grade was more normal. Um, she started navigating some of these friendship situations better, um, has always taken to the musical theater world, and so that was very good for her. Um, that spring, the months from January to April, are always a highlight of her year because that's when our school does their musical program. And she was in the production that year, had a pretty big part, so she was excited about that. 
and we we could just still see underlying things. Um, a lot of uncomfortableness in different social situations and a clinging to a comfort level, right? Like not very good at inserting herself into social spaces, not good at meeting um, new people. We, you know, tried to discern when it was time to push her to do things anyway, when it was time to just let her be at home, which is very much where she wanted to be. And starting freshman year, she she just never got her feet under her. Um, I in no way blame the school district. It's a wonderful place, a place that we're still very involved in, Um, me personally and and her. She's still able to do their musical theater program, etc., But high school just didn't fit. Um, She wasn't at a place mentally to be able to um, deal with the stress of it, to deal with the unknown. And so in October, we really made a change and brought her home to homeschool her. Um, Homeschooling was something I'd always swore I would never do. Uh, Not anything I was interested in. But I did it for her, and I learned as much as I possibly could in a short amount of time. God gave me some wonderful, wonderful mentors who I'll forever be grateful to. We went to work on her mental health and her emotional health, and part of that did include seeing a counselor every week for a while, and now we're down to every other week. And there's more, of course, to the story. And we're now homeschoolers. And pros and cons to all of it. Um, I'm sure I'll talk more about it. But the, the key takeaway for me that I heard again and again as I would tell people about our situation and the decisions that we made, in some ways rather quickly, but in some ways after um, a lot of watching um, what, what was happening and what changes were going on in our daughter's life. And I had several people say to me, thank God she has a support system in you and in your husband and in her church community and in her um, surrounding, you know, extended family. And they're right. Um, I, I know that's made all the difference for her. I'm hopeful that we have started working on a lot of the mental health needs that she has and will have for the rest of her life early enough that it makes a big difference. And maybe the bottom won't be quite as painful as some people experience if the bottom ever comes. Just try to equip her um, with the tools that she'll need to succeed and to rise above what the voices in her mind tell her sometimes. So change, right? We've got to be willing to do that. Um, We have to trust our parenting instincts. We have to pray for discernment. We have to seek lots and lots of counsel. And we have to be ready to, uh, to make those moves when they come. Um, the change isn't easy every day and it's not, um, all or nothing 
right. Um, I went to graduation this year and I was a little sad because graduation at the little school district that we've fallen in love with won't look the same for us when the time comes. Um, but we've embraced the change and we find the good in it and we reflect and sit with the harder parts and then we move on. So again, so much more to say, um, but I would just encourage you, whatever parenting changes look like in your life, um, trust that God will guide you and that you do know what's best for your child and move forward in that. No apologies. That's all for today. Again, it's Tracy Rhodes. You can find me online at my blog, tracesoffaith.com. My social media handles, Twitter is Traces of Faith, Facebook and Instagram, Traces of Faith blog. Take care until next time.